This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up? This is Myron and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the down on the docks on the other side of the tracks dive bar style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you were listening to right here on the Odyssey app or hey wherever else you're getting that podcast action from I'm not going to judge you as long as you're liking subscribing and doing your due diligence for the Rye Bread Mustard and Mariners podcast that hey listen if you've not said hello to us yet on the socials go by and say hello we're on Instagram we're on Facebook we're on Twitter or X whatever you want to call it again we're not judging. Also, if you're liking the gear, hit up at simply.core. That's at simply.core on Instagram or Etsy. All right. That's all the house cleaning for today. We are breaking down or previewing or just talking, shooting the shit about the Texas series that's about to come up. If you listened to yesterday's episode, we talked about what happened in Oakland. If you missed that, want to go back and talk about that. And that's all the house cleaning for today. Uh, we're going to jump right into this. We're just having a conversation, me and Hanno up in Edmonds, talking about what's going to happen here, what we think is going to happen, what we're scared is going to happen, what needs to happen here in these next 10 games, starting especially with the focus on the Texas Rangers series that kicks off today down in Arlington at Globe Life. This is uh, huge. We're, we're here. We are here. We're in the final 10. We're talking about it. We're talking to each other off the ledge, talking to each other back on the ledge, trying to keep the good vibes only going, just like Gino would want us to. I'm doing that with Hanno up in Edmonds. We're going to be doing that. I'm getting into it right after this get ready to play hardball in the kingdom take me to the ball game i want to see the ants the mariners are playing hardball did it again and again and again did it again princess tours the vacation company brings you the best show in baseball when the san diego chicken plays hardball with the seattle mariners and the baltimore orioles tonight in the kingdom All right, this is the the day that we are starting Hell Week. Well, maybe we shouldn't call that, but you get what I mean. We are basically in the playoffs here. This is the the playing round, I guess. If you were in the NCAA, uh, if you're in that kind of like thinking format here, the NCAA or or even the NBA where a couple of teams make the playoffs and they have to play into those spots. Uh, obviously, the playoffs have not started, but we're playing. It feels like a round robin, doesn't it, Hanno? It's like uh, Texas, Houston, Texas. I know we Toronto doesn't really factor in on the head-to-head with us. But they're in there. But it it definitely feels like one of those round robin tournaments right now. 
Yeah, it sure does. And you mentioned Toronto. They kind of got the same thing going on. They got the Yankees, then they go to Tampa, then they have the Yankees again, and then finish off with Tampa. So uh, the schedule makers kind of did it right. You know, they got all the the uh, teams facing off against each other for the last two weeks of it. So uh, it's, it's going to be a heck of a series. Um, I, I'm really intrigued. Uh, before we get started, I mean, what are you hoping for? We got 10 games to go. What do you want to see? How many wins? How many losses? I think you obviously need a six and four in this. Yeah. Anything else than that. Uh, you, you're not, you can't really get help from anybody when you're playing the people that you were asking for the help against and you got it and it didn't happen. So now the Mariners are in a situation where, Hey, they just, they have to go in here and they got a shred. They got a shred. I'm, you know, uh, seven and three would make me feel safe. Six and four, I think, is. I I think when I'm looking at it, it, w- it would work out. Five and five, I don't think does it. And obviously, if you have a losing record in these ten games, it doesn't happen. So I'm looking for a six and four, hoping for a seven and three, and that's as as good and upbeat as we've been feeling about the Mariners, especially talking about them having this get right series yesterday uh, on that podcast. Uh, The reality is they put themselves in a situation that they got to do this. Do I think they can? They're very capable of doing this and they've seemed to answer their backs against the walls better than being like, Hey, here's a, uh, here's a clear path. They don't seem to like to take the clear path. This, this team and going back in the last couple of seasons and going back just into Mariner history, it seems like we like to take the, the road, um, not less traveled, but the road that has lots of roadblocks, thumbtacks, um, you know, waterfalls, dead ends, um, and um, crackheads running across the street. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We've got our two uh, young rookies that will be going in this series, along with Logan Gilbert. Um, Scott mentioned during the postgame show that uh, that's what they're going to go with. But depending on things, and especially uh, – Playoff implications, things could change at any time, not only for this series, but uh, upcoming series against Texas and then Houston back at home. But uh, Miller, the Texan, he faced uh, them early on in the season, uh, looked pretty good. Uh, We know what Logan can do. And then Wu made his major league debut and really struggled. Uh, Texas has kind of had our number throughout the uh, this year. So what are your thoughts about those three guys uh, going against a Texas lineup that has all their dogs back, uh, hitting very well? Um, and that's never really been a problem with Texas. They're hitting. Uh, they're starting pitchings, uh, kind of falling off. You know, Scherzer got hurt. Evaldi's just coming back. And their bullpen has just been, you know, what can I say, not good and cost them a lot of games. So, I just feel like the Mariners just got to pitch like they pitch, and we just got to, you know, we need to be able to hit and match with Texas, and I feel like we got a good chance. What are your thoughts? My initial thought is, and 
paranoia thought is you got 10 games. I wish the rotation was starting with Castillo and Kirby and going that way. As far as Miller, you know, pitching down there, um, it, it, it's going to be interesting because what is the pitching restrictions? We've seen restrictions on him and we've seen them on Wu. We've seen them a little lighter on, on Miller. Um, this is really going to go down to the bullpen here in Texas. Um, if it was Castillo and Kirby in this first series, I would feel better. So that's what I think I'm most scared about. I feel like the Mariners bats from what I've seen here in, in the Oakland series and knowing that the Texas pitching staff has had their issues. I'm feeling good about that part of it. Um, the part of them having these hitters back and knowing what they can do. And we're putting out woo and we're putting out, um, Miller and we've seen what happened to Wu down there. Totally different guy now. Um, you can say that for Miller. Also, Logan, um, I I'm I'm happy. I feel a little more assured about that on Sunday. I got some good news for you. You talk about Kirby and Castillo not going in this series, and I get that, but you know what that means? You're gonna have them go in the next series both at home against Houston. And the way it works out, you'll be having both of them finish off the season and you'll get your wish facing Texas where Castillo will go if things stay the same uh, as far as the rotation sets up in game 161 and Kirby will finish off the season in 162. But I'm with you. I mean, Texas has got such a good lineup. Um, you know, Simeon. Uh, they got their third baseman back, Jung. I mean, uh, uh, Garcia, and and you can't forget about uh, Kyle Seager or Kyle Seager, Corey Seager. He's missed some time. He's only faced the Mariners uh, three times this year, but he's he's seven for twelve, six RBIs and six runs, and he is having a great season. Um, he could be up there. He could be fighting Julio for second place in the MVP race in the AL, quite frankly. He's got those kind of numbers. But they just have a – they hit. And for me, I think the Mariners' pitching staff, especially the starters, I wouldn't say totally neutralize, totally neutralize the uh, Texas Rangers, but they can keep them off balance and do some things. For me, the key is the Mariners' bats. We need to keep them going and humming and uh, just, you know, when Texas gets a lead or gets a run, we need to answer right back. Maybe we might get into a shootout, but uh, I just don't see it. I think if we're going to win this game, it's going to be, you know, not low scoring, but we need, like you always say, get four or five runs and we need to hold Texas and we can't give up the long ball, that three-run shot, you know, whether it's Simeon, Garcia, or Seager. Yeah, um, and you talk about Seager could be the runner-up to Shohei. We actually had many people on our uh, YouTube uh, page where I had put, uh, could Julio, if there's any way possible, you know, catch oh, Shohei Otani, you know, just a little 
yeah. thrown it out there. And of course, we got lambasted, lambasted with the uh, the nose, nose, nose. But a lot of people I'm trying to find the guy's name right here. But a couple of people, especially this one guy, laid out a whole thing of how Corey Seager should be number two. Here's one, uh, Bro Man seventy four. Nope, not a chance. In fact, Seager will get this all the second place votes. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen when you got a team collapsing under you. But again, I feel like if you want to talk about the second place shit, well, this is the second place bowl, you know, uh, or series. We got seven games. It's, it's interesting, too. We have the seven game series with them, which is just like a playoff series. You Good know, point. Mariners lose more than four of these four or more of these games. We don't make the playoffs. You win the majority of these seven games. You do. And listen, you just made me feel a whole lot better there, Hannah, when you're like, yes, you're going to see Castillo and Kirby pitch against Houston. This is a huge series. You are going to see them pitching in in game one, 61 and 62. Gotta hope that's, hammering down the AL West so that you can rest people. Sure. That's something else you should worry about. Just getting in there is what we got to do, but yeah, their lineup is scary. We've seen what they did to us this season, but the other side of that is that was a long time ago and that was a shitty Mariners team. And Texas was arguably the best team in the American league, if not in baseball outside of, I think them in Tampa Bay, right out the gate. Right. Especially in the AL and uh, they've collapsed. They've, you know, like the only, like, even if the Mariners don't make the playoffs, if they ended up just having a flat tire here from where they came to where they, where they are is accomplishment in its own. Um, would it still be a disappointment overall in the season? Sure. But the way Texas has given up 10, 11 games, if that team shows up, I'm not scared of them. If that team from earlier in the season shows up, oh boy. But listen, they've had a lot of injuries, especially in their arms. Yes, they've gotten people back, but how durable are they? How durable are they? You know, when you come back from injury, you know that, hey, you you might uh, do well one day and feel great one day. But what is that recovery time going to be like? Um, and as far as us looking at it going, man, we got to play this team seven times and we got to play Texas. We got to look on from the other point of view. They got to play the Mariners. So there's that. No, I hear you. I mean, I'm just saying I, I agree with you. Uh, I respect them and I respect their hitters. I mean, I didn't even mention Lowe at first base, a good solid player, and even Jonah Heim at behind the dish. You know, we've seen him get, you know, his career started and he's Mariner some Killer. Promise. Yeah. Mariner Killer. He's yeah, already so, certified Mariner Killer. Yeah. So I'm just like, if we have to hit, we have to. You know, we got to take advantage of their pitching, starting pitching. Uh, we got a hit. And um, I'm with you. Texas, you know, they got out. Like it was a horse race. They shot out of the gates quickly and they faded. Um, and that helped the Mariners actually get back in this race, you know? 
Um, Mariners got hot. Texas was struggling. You know, the teams came together. One was going one way, one was going the other. And uh, it's making for a great finish for the AL West. So I'm with you. I guess if we look at it, you know, 10 games to go, three series, three, three, and four. Yeah, you, you made a good point of winning like the series against Texas. So I guess, yeah, you want to hopefully win two down there, two at home against Houston and two uh, against Texas, split against Texas. If that is the minimum of six wins in your next 10, I mean, that that's what is that's 90 wins, correct? I picked 92 at the beginning of the year. I said that was the uh, the the cover charge to get into the playoffs, it might be 90 now. And maybe the AOS might be 91 or 92. I don't know what it is, Dr. Vanilla. My life just isn't going the way I'd planned it. Every time I turn a corner, there's some sort yeah. of- Yeah, whine, whine, whine. I've had it with your excuses. Yeah. You're acting like a loser. But you I... want therapy? Yeah. I'll give you therapy. Get off your duff, get out of here and make something happen. Do I make myself clear? Aren't you glad he decided to manage the Mariners instead? Next. Pinella has erupted. I know that we're talking about the hitters and we're talking about who's starting the games. It's also going to come down to our bullpen. We know Houston's got a really good bullpen. We only play them for three of these seven games. Um, I feel like we have a better bullpen, hands down than the Texas Rangers. The Mariners have to put themselves in a situation to use their bullpen the right way. If they're going to run everybody out there ragged, you're going to pitch Brash three times in the series. Same thing with Munoz. Back-to-back days for Topa. We're going to be in trouble. Um, We got to get these games where we have these 6-1, to 6-2, to you know, seven to three games where you don't need to just go to your high leverage people. Cause if you start doing that right away in this series, it's going to make for a long week. We don't have another day off. The Mariners do not have another day off. No, we just need contributions from everybody. It's, I mean, it's gotta be a lot like this last series against Oakland. I know they're to- two totally different teams and totally two different scenarios, but you need to have a guy like Caballero have a good game. Uh, can zone have a good game, you know, where he hits a home run, a double has a career day four RBIs. JK has a nice game chips in, you know, JP is going to be doing his thing along with Julio. Um, hopefully Ty France can get something going. I mean, Please, Ty, help us, you know. Uh, we just need a contributions from everybody, and I feel really good about it if we get that. That's the big question. Yeah, you mentioned Ty France. I think if there's one person on this team that you'd have to point to and go, come on, come on, let's go. Fuck everything else, let's go. It's Ty France. It's it type turn he's around the, his yeah. It, yes, he's the only guy that it seems like of late that hasn't con- contributed something big or huge, and and I'd like to see it for him. I like Ty France. Yeah, person. and yeah, that would Ty be cool. Is a good guy. Yeah, 
Ty France is the one guy that we are waiting for to play at the potential, not the potential, play at the level that we're accustomed to. I'm not even looking for the 300 Ty France. I mean, I don't know if that even exists. We've seen them flirt around with it. There's been unforeseen things that have held him back from that. But I want, I want that Ty France that you're, that knocks the ball through the hole, knocks the ball into the gap. Uh, you don't want to walk him to, or you don't want somebody being intentionally walked to face him. You know, when the Oakland A's are intentionally walking somebody to face Ty France and it works out, it's an issue. Absolutely. And the reason I say we just need contributions from everybody besides um, Ty that I just mentioned is because, you know, the Mariners are going to play matchups, righty, lefties, all that kind of stuff. You know, you'll bring Canzone in if Demo's playing or or Haggerty for JK or somebody who knows, you know, how the Mariners like to play matchups. So that's why you just, you know, need to have everybody ready to go. And hopefully they'll come through. I mean, that's when the Mariners at their that's when the Mariners are at their best. When they got multiple guys contributing, not relying on one player, even though Julio can carry you. I mean, we even saw recently in one of the last series, he had a big game, four hits, I believe, in the Mariners loss, which was surprising. That's something we don't see very often, but clean baseball, good defense some pitching, timely hitting, and everybody contributing. The Mariners will be looking good going coming back home for the stretch run, and this place will be rocking at T-Mobile. So just excited for the weekend series coming up. Yeah, and we're going to be back up there next week. Uh, we'll be back over at our, our flagship area, Tacos and Tequila, TBD on those dates. Uh, also, if you're scoreboard watching this weekend, obviously you want the Astros to lose. Obviously, you want the Blue Jays to lose. Astros are playing the Kansas City Royals. Kansas City Royals, last weekend, were helping the Mariners out. They got two of three. That'd be nice to see again this weekend. Going to be a, a little bit more tough uh, to ask for that. But, um, and the Toronto Blue Jays are playing, I believe, Baltimore? Uh, Tampa Bay. So they're playing Tampa even even just as just as good. Just as good right there. Um, you know, the Mariners can go down, get two or three. Not only are you helping yourselves, you know, in the seven game series with, with Texas that can uh, alter the West or or the wild card uh, and help you in the tiebreaker situation with them. You hold the tiebreaker over Toronto just because of your your division record. Because of your division record, um, be great to hold another a tiebreaker. You hold a tiebreaker over Houston. We've that's been one of my sticklers, right? Like the tiebreakers. Um, I was like, you don't want to come down to not having a tiebreaker. Well, you have a tiebreaker over Houston. You have a tiebreaker over Toronto. The one tiebreaker that you got to change in this whole group of people is the one with Texas and you have an opportunity to do that. And if you can 
change the tiebreaker with them and end up winning this it's the season series that means you've taken care of business here they'll be in great shape i mean that's really what it comes down to to getting into the dance yeah i haven't looked um what is the season series right now? Isn't it like five to two or five to one? Do you know offhand? Yeah, it's I it's didn't. not very it's not very good. Uh so the, yeah, the Mariners, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not very good, but it's still it's we're not in a clinch situation already. But again, you hold these tiebreakers and it comes down to it, especially when it's this close a game. I mean, that's a whole game. It's a it's a whole game like Toronto and Mariners tie. We're a game up. If we tie with Houston, we're a game up. If the Texas Rangers take care of us this week, not only will probably be screwed, but you won't have that tiebreaker. So you also lose another game. Oh, absolutely. Every game counts. You and I harp about that all the time, so Luckily, it'll be in a controlled environment. Roof closed, 70 degrees. Fry bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. Jared Kilnick coming back to the Mariners. Yeah, I hope he gives us a bump. We need it. I'm happy for him to come back. I'm, I'm less happy to hear John Denver's Country Road. I'm going to have to hear that over and over. But if that's the trade-off to seeing this guy do well, I'll take it. I don't care if they're playing 1877 Cars for Kids. That's a pretty good walk-up song. Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, Emeritus Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm calling yeah. for a big series from Cal Raleigh. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm thinking we're going to see a big series from Cal Raleigh. I think uh, A. Eugenio is about to lift off. I've seen him uh fly out a couple of times here up close in Oakland uh seemed like he was right under that i think uh guys like dom canzone is another dangerous guy that has never played against texas they don't know they've never seen him they never seen him. i mean yeah they might not have a scouting for him they've never seen him he's another one of my guys also dark horse big hit coming this series i'm calling it luis Torrens going to have a a base clear and double two out base clear and double in this series. Yeah, that would be nice that, you know what that means? That means we're probably in the lead. Yeah. So we're, we'll end right there on a positive note. <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be nice. It'd be nice to see a little Mike Ford, a little oppo taco, or even if he turns on one, I mean, I'm all for getting a lot. We need a lot of runs this series just so uh, just so I feel better about things. I know we can grind out a two-to-one game. We have the pitching. Uh, the bullpen, I'm, it's shown good signs lately. But, man, those guys can hit the ball, hit the ball of the ballpark real quick, and uh, that's what makes Texas a good team. So, I don't know. Like you said, we're going to end on a positive and uh, – yeah, I like that uh, Luis Torrens two-run double. And I like the Mike Ford bomb. I don't see the oppo. I just think I see him turning on one 
you know, and sending it out to Daily Plaza there in, 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 in Dallas. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard and Mariners podcast. We're not going to be down in Texas. Why the hell would we waste our time down there? But I did meet a couple of people here in Oakland that are going down there. Al and Heidi. Shout out to Al and Heidi. Uh, headed on down to uh, Texas to uh, root on the Seattle Mariners. Hopefully we'll see their rye bread and mustard shirts there behind the plate. Anyways, uh, again, thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, doing your due diligence for the rye bread and mustard and Mariners podcast. If you're looking for that gear, you can hit up at simply.coro. That's at simply.coro. We'll be back on Monday to uh, hopefully break down some really good news and get you all squared away for the big series with the hated Houston Astros up at T-Mobile Park. With that being said, Hanno, finish that drink. You know what time it is. Charge.